Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, stir up your holy power this day and come. Send your loving spirit into our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our ears, that together we too might remember your love of Jan and your love of us. Let that spirit rest gently now on our hearts and forevermore. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. The photo of Jan by the spirit little cedar tree, or the witch tree, as it's more commonly called, inspired for me um, a rather unique reading for us today. I'm sure I've never decided to use this as a funeral reading before. And while that little cedar, cedar tree has been brooding over the waters of Lake Superior, as has been mentioned, for 300 or 400 years, the Spirit of God has been brooding over the waters of creation since its birth and its inception. The spirit of the tree and the spirit of God have birthed new life and resurrection life into the world, which is the eternal promise we celebrate and hope for us today and for Jan and for each and every one of us. And so, inspired by Jan sitting next to the tree, a reading from, first, first, from Genesis, the first chapter. In the beginning... When God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. A creation story, a birth story. For some reason, whenever I've envisioned the birth of creation itself, I've always envisioned the image of God simply speaking the world into being. You can understand this hearing that reading. God stands up and says, let there be light. And there was light, morning, evening, twilight, the first day of creation's birth. A lone male voice crying out into the abyss and the chaos, Let there be a dome in the sky and the heavens, and there was a dome and a sky the second day. Let there be waters gathered into one place, oceans, dry lands, rocks, and lakes, a third day. Now, pardon my colloquialism, but this seems to me as if it is a vision of God somehow mansplaining the world into being all by God's self. It's not true. As is so often the case, that's actually only half of the poetry of Genesis and the life and the birth of creation. Before God even speaks, before the birth takes place, there is a great wind. A great wind from God hovers and sweeps and broods over the face of the water. A great wind, a ruach Elohim, says the Hebrew. I'm sure you all thought you would get Hebrew today. A ruach, a wind, a breath, a storm, a spirit. It is the feminine presence of God brooding over the water like the fog of the north shore rolls over the rocks of the morning. A ruach Elohim, a wind that is great, powerful, fierce, and strong, fertile and feminine, 
even God. The word Elohim means God in Hebrew. A ruach Elohim, the breath of God, hovers over the water like a tree growing out of a rock, watching, waiting, loving, and hoping. Before God speaks, the divine feminine is already on the scene. Warming of the waters of creation with an intensity that brings them to a boil, unleashing the fertility within as a mother warms her eggs for incubation, or so writes a fourth century theologian. Not even God creates alone. The voice of God and the Ruach Elohim, God, both our father and mother, bring forth life together. No wonder the poetry of Genesis and creation goes on to proclaim at its pinnacle, let us create God, humankind in our image. Birth, creation, and life always relational. No one knows this more than a mom. And no one knows this more than the mom's partner in delivery, her doctor. More than most, Jan knew what it meant to bring new life into the world. A holy calling to witness the birth of thousands of babies. Like the feminine breath of God hovering and brooding over the world, Jan knew that every life mattered, every mother mattered, babies' lives, all lives, fighting for reproductive rights for all. Jan knew what it meant to be fierce and loving and kind. <laughs> the morning after Jan died, I went out for a run, and Jan and I had ridden our bikes together uh, last summer, and as I was running along the path, not actually all that far away from where Jan and I had rode together, and it's early in the morning, so the sun is just starting to come up, and I'm running along the trail, and there's a doe and two fawns. And the fawns could care less about me and are frolicking along the side of the path. But the doe, not, I couldn't have been 10 feet away from me, stops and looks me straight into the eye. Not afraid. Watchful and patient and protective and loving and fierce. And I slowly went to the other far side of the path. <laughs> like the Ruach Elohim, Jan brooded over every mother and baby and dad with the tender winds of a fierce love as a doe watches over her fawns frolic in the grass. Watchful, patient, protective, loving, and fierce. It turns out it was just this very spirit that caught Greg many years ago. He told me that on one of their early dates, they took a ride down the Alpine Slide, that summertime concrete half-pipe tube of go-kart downhill speed. <laughs> Greg, Greg told me his hand was completely off the brake at the start, right? Surely to impress Jan with his speed and courage. Only he turns slightly to his side to see that Jan is right there. Hand off the brake curly hair, free in the great wind, hot on Greg's trail. <laughs> a great wind of a partnership that will also bring forth creation, a beautiful and beloved family.
Brian, now Jillian, and now Alexandra Dumas. To this very day, I wonder about the wind that knocked Jan down while skiing that day just a few years ago. If you ever had the chance to watch Jan ski, and I did, I got the chance to watch Jan ski, it was like a breath of poetry and flow and symmetry like you wouldn't believe. We got the chance to ski together at Welch Village uh, just in February, and Leslie noted, and so did I, watching that purple jacket glide down the hill was just poetry like you would not believe. Good job, Sue. I figure it must have been a great wind, a Ruach Elohim, a great storm of love, actually, that ushered her to the ground that day to reveal the darkness that had suddenly and already taken root within her. The Spirit of God never stops brooding over us, loving us, loving its creation, loving its children, loving its beloved, even loving us to the point of stopping us from time to time, and so Jan fell to reveal the chaos that one day will find us all, had unfortunately taken its toll. And while I have no evidence, I have no proof, I have only the poetry and the mystery and testimony of a story, that the Ruach Elohim, the breath and spirit of God, broods over Jan still to this very day. Over the mystery of the deep, the breath of life from the start does not give up and does not ever let us go, but holds us at our birth and beyond and even into our death. When God created the divine feminine spirit, breath of God was already there and will be there in the end and beyond. The spirit and symbol of hope of a tree growing out of a rock the promise of a Ruach Elohim brooding over the watery chaos of our lives, the promise that in the mystery of God's resurrection economy, there often is not time to say goodbye. Because the promise is, it is only a so long for now. The Ruach Elohim broods over the face of the deep. There is morning, there is evening, a new day. There is one more resurrection birth yet to be had. Amen.